Welcome to Just Friends, the podcast where a very clean person and a very messy person fell in love, got married, and now they watch Friends together for the first time ever. I'm Becca. I'm Chris. And obviously, I'm the clean person. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. So, so are we trying to gaslight the audience? Yeah. No, I mean, no. <laughs> <laughs> yes, because I'm the only one who does any cleaning. You would live in a degree of filth I could never find acceptable. I mean, that's not true. I'm just more willing to pay somebody to take care of it. No. But even before we could ever afford to pay someone to take care of it, you, yes, yeah, so you were always planning on having someone, just never, yes. even before you could afford it, you were just already living in the squalor. Okay. You hoped someone else would clean How up. How many times did I tell you I wanted to marry a lawyer so I could be rich? This was part of my be rich plan. Yeah, but I mean, you've been accepting, you know, shit all over the place every, your whole life. It's not like exactly. this is something new. This has some grand scheme. <laughs> no, the grand scheme was eventually this will be taken care of. Yeah, you know, live like a slob, find a rich lawyer. Yes. <laughs> Did you know that I was a slob? I mean, I, yeah, like I knew you weren't some fastidious, you know, neat freak. Did you know how bad it was, though? I don't think it's not like that crazy. It's mm. not like you throw like actual garbage. It's just like it's the stuff that you have is just around everywhere. And you are willing to tolerate it. Not like it's not like trash. Like you'll throw it in a corner. It'll just like sit out. And if I don't throw it away, no one else will. <laughs> I'll throw it away eventually. <laughs> and I'll be like, Chris, why didn't you throw this away? <laughs> yeah. This garbage has been here for days. Yeah. A friend's a friend who knows what being a friend is. Talking with a friend. Because you're the friend that I've been searching for. This week we watched the one where Chandler can't remember which sister. Season 3, episode 11. And Chris, when he saw the title, he goes, do you think we're finally going to meet his dad? And I was like, what? <laughs> yeah, well, then I realized it would be, they'd have to really devise some convoluted, contrived plot line where he can't remember his own sisters. Yeah. And I was like, oh, it's probably some other sisters. Yeah. <laughs> I realized almost immediately. Oh, yeah? I'm just hoping for them to bring in his dad and finally put... It's going to happen. I just don't know. They've been teasing it for so long. Well, that's why I want it to happen, just to put... put I'm also out. desperate to see it. Like, how are they going to do it? Yeah. Is it going to... How know, gay gonna is he going like? to be? Yeah. I've got so many questions. Mm -hmm. So this season three, episode 11 of Friends, and season three, episode 11 of Just Friends, this podcast. How convenient. <laughs> they open up with Joey doing some really terrible close-up magic. It's not even magic. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> I happen to be a huge close-up magic fan. Like, I really love... <laughs> Come on, you know that. Uh, yeah, I wouldn't say you're a huge one. Like, you like it when we watch it, but you're not, like, constantly on, like, YouTube watching close-up magic Well, stuff. I think because it, like, it frustrates me, you know, trying to figure out. Cause what, How are I'm, they doing that? <laughs> I'm, always, I'm always telling Chris, like, how I think that they're doing it. I think what frustrates me is that you're, like, not as into trying to figure it out as I am. You're like, yeah, they're doing it some way. No, it frustrates like, me is that you think you are even close to being right. I know I'm right. <laughs> <laughs> When we saw, what's that guy's name? Dan White? Yeah. In the city. There was one part where he, like, does this whole thing where he's like, okay, I'm going to, like, predict what you're going to say, uh, and I'm going to put it up in this box, and, like, whatever. And then we're, we're going to look at the box in the end. And then they have this whole break during the show, and somebody literally walked through the show with, like, a ladder, and they went up to the box, and they went and, like, took the box down, and they put up another box. Uh, with like what the person actually said during the show and they replaced it 
And then that was it. And then Dan White took down the box and he was like, and you were going to say, this is what I predicted. And you remember what you said. And everyone was like, what? How is that possible? And I was like, I saw that person walk up there with the ladder. And Chris was like, what? I'm like, yeah, yeah. I saw a person walk through the whole crowd with a ladder. They walked up to the box and they took the box down. He's like, you saw that happen? I was like, yes. He's like, and no one else saw it? I'm like, yes. Well, and you didn't say anything at the time? Like, it's all very convenient. Yeah. But I saw it happen. Yeah, but you, why, why would you okay, say... Okay, but then like, how did Dan hey. White do that? Oh, I don't know. Okay. Maybe maybe he did do it that way. Like, okay, maybe you got that one, but you are like the close-up magic stuff. You're like, oh, they must do this, this, this. Yeah. And I'm like, no, this is... The, I tried to do some close-up magic with uh, Chris where you like have to swipe the nose and everything. I'm not even going to go into it. No, it but requires yeah. a level of like dexterity and practice and That's commitment. That's what's so insane about magicians. Like they're not actually magic. That's what really baffles me about them is that they're just regular people who are just practicing this over and over and over no, they are insanely good at something that no one else on earth would ever become good at because how they just <laughs> yeah. practice it they just yeah, sit there no, like no. doing it over and over like uh what's his name with the um he oh, can... uh blaine yeah david blaine david blaine yeah he can put like a needle through his arm because he just Kept, I'm he's made a sure hole the way arm. that he, he can do that is just yeah. like yeah, scar tissue. They, like it, oh, they eventually, did? I think that came out. Like he just like you know oh. poked a hole and, and like it. Well, that was my theory. That created I told like Chris. scar tissue, and they uh, and then I guess they did come out with it. Uh, yeah, but yeah, a lot of it's just like you know super minute little hand trick card movement stuff that you just like that no one else on earth would ever even know is possible yeah and they're just really good at it yeah like david blaine what they did come out with is how he did that frog trick where he's able to like regurgitate frogs oh that's not even magic that's just like we a weird physical skill that he decided no, to, he decided to master yeah. yeah so he just swallowed like thousands and thousands of frogs and then like taught himself how to regurgitate them you know uh well i think he got well, into the no, frogs well, later. first it was there was, it was a guy like balloons yeah. yeah it was a guy who there's some guy in like I don't yeah know. david blaine saw this old video of like a french a in, magician like, yeah in like north africa in like north africa yeah. or something who could just like on cue just like spit out a stream of water mm -hmm. and he's like who is this like why is no one doing this how is this possible and yeah. he figured out you know it was just like training his insides to like be able to just like take in a bunch of stuff and then when he wants to you know be able to bring it back up and he just did it with frogs inside of him yeah <laughs> And really Which freaked out. Really, and really freaked out Dave Chappelle. <laughs> Dave Chappelle did not like it at all. <laughs> he, looked, he looked a little drunk. He was like, "What?" <laughs> like this is fucked up. I feel like he was talking about the Bible. He was like, "No, no, this is like some biblical shit." Anyway, enough of this magic podcast. Right, right. The worst magic podcast ever. Anyway, Joey's doing Joey, terrible. Joey, not David Blaine not or Dan White on the tier. Same not even like level. He is very, like, he takes a card and he's like, all right, remember your cards. And then he, like, obviously peeks at them. And he's like, okay, you had the five of hearts. And they're like, oh, my God, how did you do that? And he's like, I'm going to give you my answer. I am looking at it. He's like, I look at it so fast, you know, to the naked eye. It doesn't even happen. Yeah. But, like, he clearly just, like, takes the card and before he puts it in the deck, flips it up. <laughs> Which is, like, exactly how I do close-up magic because I don't have the patience. <laughs> <laughs> like a drunk person, like, no one knows what I'm doing. No one, all right, I know you guys can't see this. <laughs> totally together. Let me slow it down for you. <laughs> <laughs> Joey is also wearing some very fancy, like, Timberlands in this. Did you notice that? Oh, no, I They're, didn't. They're, like, black and, like, uh... Oh, that's probably why I didn't notice. Yeah, very just... sleek. Basically wedding Timberlands. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's a Plattsburgh thing. 
<laughs> that is not. That's like a New York City thing. <laughs> Probably, yeah. No, Passport, they can't afford to. Yeah, are you kidding me? They also established one of the like lowest plot points in the episode that they have a new loud neighbor upstairs. And Monica says that that guy, he had all the carpets torn up, so now they can hear everything. Except that their apartment has, like, no carpets. It has just, like, a throw carpet in the middle. Yeah, I'm sure it has, like, some, you know, big rugs. No. no. Like, in, the, in like, the hangout area? There yeah, there's a, a small rug in the hangout area, like, under the table, but that's mm-hmm. it. Yeah. So, everything that, you know, you can hear from that guy, presumably the one the first level apartment can also hear from them. And, you know, that's just something you should know about the Friends universe, that this apartment that's always having people over at all hours of the day and always having parties, uh, people running around, people having sex, all sorts of things are happening. Everyone in the apartment below them can also hear that. Yeah. I mean, and uh, in all the apartments we've lived in, there's always a clause in the lease that says, like, no yeah. one, no apartments in New York have carpet. I mean, I, none that I've seen. No. They always say, like, you must co- cover 80% of the floor with carpeting and or, or, like, a rug or something. And every time, every, you know, both times we're like, this is a, like, like what is this? We're not so they're do like, this. They're like, oh, like, don't worry about it. I'm like, yeah. why is this here? Why does every landlord put this in? <laughs> if, is this just, like, a thing to, like, catch someone later? Like, well, what is the Well, I point mean, our this? landlord, when we said, I'm like, okay, we're not going to do this. Like, we don't agree to this. She was like, okay, it's just, like, a thing that we put in just in case, like, you know, something happens where the apartment downstairs complains, then it's on you guys to put carpet on. Yeah, but that's, like, I mean, it's just, like, kind of fucked up where, like, no one enforces it, like, until. It's just, like, a gotcha clause later. Like, yeah. I don't know. It's kind of fucked up. Yeah. It's very but stupid. I'm so glad that New York apartments don't have carpet. That would be disgusting. Oh, well, I mean, the landlords, like, they would have to change it every time. Be like, yeah, yeah like, all right, fine. I'll live with carpeting, but this is disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> There's, like, you know, generations of dead roaches. <laughs> That's the least of my worries. Chris is a very loud walker, too, so I'm surprised nobody has compared, uh, complained. We hear the downstairs neighbors doing karaoke. At all hours. <laughs> having children's birthday parties yeah again at all hours it'll be like you know 1 a.m and they're having a children's birthday party and doing karaoke so phoebe is like they they hear this guy complaining or talking or whatever and phoebe's like i'm gonna go upstairs and take care of this and monica warns her that they've tried or i think it's rachel one of them they've tried yeah but that guy is just too charming like they haven't been able to she's like she's like yeah i go up there and every time i end up apologizing to him Mm mm-hmm Anyway, you hear Phoebe go up there, and you hear, like, her, like, yelling. They're, they kind of do, like, a... You can hear there's talking. Just yeah. Like, rrr, rrr. It's, yeah, it's like a Charlie Brown. Yeah, Charlie Brown teaser. And you can hear her kind of saying, like, we hear everything that you're doing down there, or yeah. up here. Which is just like, rrr, 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 rrr. and yeah. he's like, rrr, rrr, rrr. and she's like, rrr, 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 rrr. <laughs> she's, like, clearly, like, yeah. smitten, smitten immediately. <laughs> and they're all just like, oh, God. Thank God. <laughs> but it was pretty funny. It yeah. was uh, funnier than I thought it would be. Yeah. So I guess I'll just keep going with this plot line since it was the first one, if not the A plot. Uh, so <laughs> Definitely not the A plot. <laughs> Definitely not the A plot. It might not be a plot. <laughs> <laughs> so upstairs, Phoebe eventually starts banging him um, and everyone can hear it. Yeah, well, she well she comes back down mm-hmm. and, you know, she's like, oh, like, I really like this guy. Like, you know, we she's, she stayed up there for like hours hanging out. Mm-hmm. And she comes back. She's like, oh, like, I really like this guy. We're going to go out, whatever. And then at the after the date, they come back. Yeah. Rachel and Monica can hear her come home, and they're like, Sounds "Oh, like they're playing Phoebe the girl must from... be back from the date." And then they hear like you know some sexy like you know Luther Vandross. I thought they were playing uh, the girl from Ipanema. Oh, I don't know. It was something. It was some sort of like you know 
smooth jazzy kind of thing i don't know mm-hmm. if it was that song and then they're like oh music that's nice and then mm-hmm. they just hear like you know the sounds of making ma- making making out and uh sex noises mm-hmm. and then they're oh, like oh they let's are. uh let's go for a walk yeah they got out of there so fast which it's like they are roommates who are living right next to each other you know in a new york city apartment carpets or not like in mm. the walls aren't thick in these apartments it's not like they put brick in between the walls here no i mean yeah, yeah you could definitely hear I mean, absolutely they would definitely be able to hear each other having sex. Yeah, I'm sure. And Monica, Rachel's having sex with her brother. Yeah, that's yeah, yeah. I forgot about that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, you Rachel just... has to hear oh. Doctor Doctor had to hear Doctor Burke, and mm-hmm. Monica had to hear her own brother. Yeah, 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 yeah. Rachel had to hear her childhood optometrist. <laughs> yeah, everything. It's just. <laughs> yeah, it's too. Uh... You used to live in a house with your brother. Uh. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, he was downstairs. I was upstairs. Mm-hmm. I never heard anything. No. Who was it? Eric Wilson. <laughs> well, they shared a. Or no, that was a law school. But or no, was no, that was. that was undergrad? Oh yeah. yeah. Uh, they had like there was like an inexplicable grate. Well, that... Buffalo had really weird houses. Like there were all these weird things in the houses, and one of them was this grate that was in between the rooms. Yeah, it was not connected to like a vent system. It mm-hmm. was just like a hole in the wall with like a grate over it on both sides. It just <laughs> went between rooms, and that was it. It was like explicitly or exclusively for spying. For like yeah, like eavesdropping or just like getting the noise from the other room or like whatever yeah. smells are in there. I'm sure like back in the day it was for like aeration or something, but like worst place to put it. Sure, to keep the plague out of your room or something. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, like it was just like a hole in the wall with a grate over it. It was very strange. And Eric definitely reported hearing some weird things from Andy's room. Oh yeah, I'm sure. Weird you things. You don't remember? He... And smells. <laughs> well, sure, sure smells. <laughs> the smells were unbearable. My brother would come home from hockey. He wouldn't shower at the rink, and he would just like hang out in his bed for hours, which didn't have reek- sheets on it, reeking of stink. <laughs> it just had like this soft, uh, velvety cover that was like that came with the air mattress. Yeah, it was an air mattress. <laughs> <laughs> it smelled so bad. I can't believe he got any women to sleep with him in that room. But again, it was Buffalo. Sure. Yeah. You know, they grew up with that smell. <laughs> Oh, my God. Yeah. So anyway, Eric Wilson, he reported hearing some unsavory things from Andy's room. I think that that would be pretty much the same as a New York apartment, like if you're right next to each other. Mm -hmm. So Phoebe, eventually, she is telling them that she thinks she, an upstairs guy, like they're really going to make it. Like Whatever it is, like this is real. And at, right after she tells everyone this, they hear upstairs guy banging another girl. Yeah, like he comes back with another girl. Yeah. And they immediately like waste no time. I know. Well, that's what's weird. It's like, they're talking about how they can hear everything, but obviously the only times you hear him are when it's convenient for the show. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. They just like hearing, they're like, he comes back, it's like, boom, door closed, and then just like, Where is, what's the layout of this apartment? Well, why aren't your clothes off? Well, I'm sorry. What was that conversation? But, you know, they got to get to the to the meat. Yes, they do. But then that's, and then, uh, Joey and everyone, or he's he's like gonna go up. He's like, I'm gonna go upstairs. Like they can't, he can't do this to Phoebe. I'm gonna go upstairs. He's like, before I do, he's like, is he a big guy? And then the other rest of the other guys are like, oh, we'll go up with you. And then they all run away. 
up or run up to the... They run up, and you hear them, and they're all like, and the guy's like, they're all like, yeah, they're like, yeah, well, we get it. clearly. I'm sure that he was like, but she was a model, and they're like, well... But it was one of Joey's sisters. Oh, which one? <laughs> All right, well, now that we got that one out of the way. Yeah. Shall we go to the B-plot? Rachel hates her fashion job? Oh, yeah, we can knock that one out yeah. quick. So, Rachel hates her fashion job. <laughs> and she is, like, just Larry making David's coffee. David's dad. Yeah, Larry David's dad is there, and she's, like, just making coffee all the time. She can't believe it. And Larry David's dad is like, hey, I know that you are probably thinking, like, I didn't come here to do this big fashion job. Like, I want to do things with fashion, not make coffee all the time, like, whatever. And he's like, but I have got the fashion task for you today. And she's like, thank you so much. You finally get me. And he opens a closet and it's just like a whole mess of hangers, like just hangers everywhere. <laughs> yeah, it's like, a, it's just hangers. Yeah. It's in like a beautiful, like sculptural thing. Like, I feel like if mm-hmm. you could actually like produce that in like a you know throw that in a field you got yourself a sculpture garden going yeah. it was or beautiful. throw it in a closet in a museum like build a whole closet and be like you know a closet of beauty and open it up it's just a muse like a hanger sculpture people will be like wow yeah this is new york city yeah, like the the hall of empty fashion yeah know, whatever so Ooh. contrived yeah. in that sense mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> and she obviously is upset she uh is whining to uh monica She's like, who would ever do a job that's tangential to their job? Yeah, that's so demeaning. So just demeaning. because it's like has like the slightest bit to do with what you really want it to. Yeah, and Monica's like in her big like she's big at the, titch she's, she's outfit. at the diner, like all dressed yeah. up as like a old busty diner waitress, and she's like, uh Gee, I don't know, Rach. Order up, I got a Yentl soup, a James Beans, and a howdy hold the duty. <laughs> And Rachel's like, oh, sorry, because Rachel has no idea, you know, what anyone else might be feeling in their life at any moment in time. My favorite part of this was she goes, she's like, you know, I'll pay my dues. And I'm like, well, how would you know that? Yeah. You've never paid your You've dues. You've never paid your you, dues. You, you wouldn't even, like, stick it out with some uh, shitty dude for a wedding. You wouldn't, like, you just kind of slept walk through your waitress job. Like, you never, you didn't. You've had this job for? Two days, yeah. maybe. Uh-huh. <laughs> you know, at a minimum of two days. Yeah, like, you, what do you mean you'll pay your dues? You've never paid your dues. I don't think, she's like, I'll pay my dues. Like, I'm good for it. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, no, like, these are the dues. Like, you're in the You're in level. the dues. You're, pay them. Yeah, like, who do you think at the bottom of the fashion total pole makes copies and, or makes coffee and untangles hangers? Like, you know. It's yeah. you. Yeah. It's like, uh, in the world of brewing, like, you get the entry level job just, like, scrubbing shit cleaning it out like you might know stuff about how to do you know other brewery things but it's like no like you're at the bottom (laughs) this is what you do you do menial scrubbing shit and that's how you uh get out of it yeah conveniently there's a hot guy sitting at the end of the counter and he has got a job for rachel at bloomingdale's yeah he's like Oh, no, I'm just... Because he's laughing, and she's like, oh, sorry you're laughing at my pain. Yeah, it's like, does my misery, like, entertain yeah. you or something? Yeah. yeah. Whatever. Yeah, whining. And he's like, I remember my days of, I don't know, scrubbing hair off of... Oh, no, no, he had something weird with at the dead mannequin factory. Yeah, he was, like, sorting heads yeah. at the mannequin, dead mannequin factory. I don't, I don't mm-hmm. know. I don't really get it, but whatever. Yeah. And 
Rachel's like, whatever. He's like, I do happen to know a guy who has a job at Bloomingdale's that might be perfect for you. And she's like, oh, do you want my pickle? (laughs) (laughs) But you know, I would take it. (laughs) Yeah, you love pickles. Sure, who doesn't? Only the truly sick among us don't. (laughs) So Rachel tells Ross that this guy, Mark, I think is his name, is going to help her get a job. And she's really excited, you know, describing like all the ways that he's helping her. And Ross, well, what do you think? He's totally jealous, of course. Oh, like super insecure, like, you know, immediately like defensive. Yeah, he's like, uh, Mark? (gasps) Yeah, who's Mark? (laughs) What does he look like? Sounds like Mark something wants to have sex. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I mean, he doesn't, like, it's crazy that Rachel doesn't, you know, I I guess for like, you know, the whole plot. She's just excited. I know, but she should, you know, you should still be like a little on guard. Like, not as much as Ross, where he's like, oh, you know, this is it. This is everything. Like, he's trying to tear us apart. Oh, God forbid a woman just trusts that a person wants to help her get a job. Yeah, thank you. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Okay. So have you ever helped a woman do anything in her life? Sure. Okay, that you haven't wanted to have sex with? I've held doors. (laughs) Have you? I've never seen you hold a door. Yeah, I mean, I gave that up. (laughs) I feel like you gave that up once you, like, quit. You were like, all right, well, I'm not going to plow any of these women, so I'm done with holding doors. Listen, if you want equality, you can hold your own doors. (laughs) I I leave the elevator first. I don't hold doors. (laughs) Was this your country song? Yeah. I'm done with holding doors. I'm done with exiting after you. <laughs> Fuck every bitch I've ever met. <laughs> but I but mean. No, but no, Ross is like, he very much overreacts. He's yeah. like immediately like, oh, like this guy's only trying to go to plow time. But he should be like, even if he is, like, still like, you know, ride, ride this, this as far as you can. Yes. Like, you know, there's nothing wrong with that. Like Rachel's not going to be a pro at like pretending to like stringing a guy along. Yeah. Like if some guy buys her a drink at a bar, you don't need to be like, well, he bought me the drink. I got us leave with him. Mm-hmm. You just can you just take the drink? Yeah. You know, and you move on with your life. You yeah, don't exactly. need to like, like most women, it's a numbers game for guys. Yeah. I mean, later Monica, this is like the only time anyone has ever put Ross oh, in his place my God. for being a, yeah, mo- that a, mopey, part was so good. a mopey douchebag. So, Ross is, like, all upset, and uh, Monica, like, at some point she makes it kind of worse because she's like, oh, my God, this guy that's helping Rachel is, like, so hot. I actually said, humana, humana, humana. (laughs) She makes it worse a couple times. She does that. She's like, oh, like, he is, like, so dreamy, so hot. And then later he had told, Mark had told Rachel, like, oh, I'll call you on Saturday to, like, arrange something, whatever. Mm -hmm. And that was, like, and Ross was like, on Saturday? Like, that's not, like, business. Yeah, whatever. That's date day. (laughs) And then, like, he doesn't call on Saturday. It's Sunday. And Monica's like, Rachel, why don't you just call him? And he's just like, you have his number. And then Ross is like, Monica. Do you hate me? Yeah, like, what did I do to you? Like, why would you tell her to call him? (laughs) It's like, he's trying to divide us. Yeah. And Monica's like, she does put him in his place really well. She's like, uh, asking all the right questions. Like, are you insecure? Yeah, she's she's like, why are you upset? Like, Like, this is about, like, you being, like, insecure with this. Like, like. Like, are you, like, happy with this? Like, are, do you yeah. trust her? And he's like, mm, he's like yeah. yeah. He's like, then why are you... She's like, you need to grow up then and, like, let her live her life. And this would be a great time for the audience to yeah. woo. Like a, woo- I a whooping clap? Yeah. yeah. Whooping clap? Yeah. You know, for the audience. But they were just totally silent. And Ross was like, I guess. And then they're like, yeah, <laughs> Ross, hilarious. Yeah, because he always acts like this. And no one's ever like, Ross, you're being, like, uh, like a petulant child. 
grow up. Yeah, Ross, you're a real piece of shit. Yeah, and then someone finally did, and it just, like, passed unnoticed. Yeah. They were like, oh, God, that's not what Ross needs to hear. He just needs help. Yeah, he's just a man. Yeah, he's just a man. But yeah, I did know, I did like that part, where she's like, finally, like, Ross, you're being an idiot. Yeah. It was really, like you said, one of the high points of Monica. Like, they finally gave her some good lines, and she finally got to shine a little bit. It's not like one of the pathetic Monica storylines that usually comes about. She's actually able to really be independent and proud. Yeah. I thought they, yeah. I can't believe they didn't just, like, kind of, you know, move it up a little. Yeah. Like, yeah, it was a Support her. The way that this show does Monica, so wrong. Yeah, yeah. Because I know that this is a laugh track. Just pump in some woos. Turn it on to woo setting. Oh, yeah. You don't need to get the the woos live. Yeah. Yeah. So Rachel does interview uh, at Bloomingdale's and she gets the job. You know, Mark is there. In the lobby. Yeah, in the lobby. (laughs) Mark comes out. He's like, Joanna loved you. You got the job. I'm like, this is not how people get jobs. Yeah. Like, who's up? Like, you know, even if the interviewer was like, you know, she was great. Like, let's offer the job. Some random guy from the office wouldn't be like, you know, maybe she's in the lobby. I'm going to run down and try and find her. Like, <laughs> it would never happen. Even even yeah. like, you know, in the pre-email days, I'm like, well, you know, if she leaves the building, we'll never see her again. Yeah. <laughs> like the referral also has to go down and find her. They're like, tell Mark that his referral got the job. Uh, yeah. But then, so he tells Rachel in the lobby. He's like, While oh, Ross is there. Yeah. Ross is there. And he's like, oh, how'd it go? And. Rachel's like, yeah, you know, went pretty well. But... I did great. Yeah, Mark had coached her before the interview, mm-hmm. and she's That's like, why you know, they were calling. Yeah, she's like, oh, like you know, but when I started talking about the fall lines and all the stuff Mark told me to talk about, she's like, you know, really picked up. Then Mark shows up and she's like, Rachel, she loved you. You got it. And then she's like, oh, oh, and does a little dance, and then turns around and then hugs Mark and not Ross. Hmm. I didn't notice that. That did Ross say anything? Oh no, he he just kind of gives like a you know frost like. Oh here we uh, go. Oh yeah, end of the relationship. Yeah, yeah, it didn't. He seemed like he was kind of just like uh you know, ay ay ay. The things I put up with. (laughs) Now I'm in an open relationship. (laughs) (laughs) Well, let's see your dick, Mark. For what? You know, who's going to be in the open relationship? Oh, they're not like threesomes? What did you say, though? Dick Mark? No, let's see your dick mark. Like, show me your dick mark. Oh, show me your dick mark. Yes. Okay. So I did hear dick mark, but I was thinking a dick mark. Like a mark on your dick <laughs> I or hope something. he doesn't have a dick mark. <laughs> my, my, my dad died a dick mark. <laughs> okay, on to the A plot. <laughs> <laughs> Get into the meat. Speaking we're, of dick marks. We're really s- slow playing this episode. <laughs> so Chandler is still sour over Janice. You know, that's how Chandler's plot opens. Mm-hmm. Um, He's he, a, he has a ridiculous tie. It's yeah. really, it's almost like a throwback to early friends tie. Absolutely. Like he walks in, he's all like distraught. Mm-hmm. And he's got Giant this, suit. Yeah. Like, like it still looks, it's like a normal cut, just kind of like bigger, mm-hmm. you know, like a Donald Trump style cut yeah where it's like a normal suit but just like too flowy for yeah. you uh and then just like this red and white tie that's just like big Shapes chunks everywhere. big chunks of like zigzag color and it just yeah, yeah it's a real throwback like it's like striking how much it comes out at you i mean i kind of liked it <laughs> <laughs> you gotta find it yeah i feel like this i feel like that outfit struck the balance between like new and old friends you know you have to set the uh or contact the set designer or yeah. costume designer for this episode yeah it's like early You're like you still have this early 90s 
like wide ties. Mm-hmm. They're coming back. Chandler has a pretty good joke in the beginning. I mean, as far as like Chandler jokes go, where they can hear like Phoebe and the guy upstairs talking, and Phoebe's like, and the guy's like, and Chandler's like, see, he totally blew that punchline. He's supposed to be like, and I was like, yeah, I mean, I don't really like that part. Yeah, I liked it. You know, it's kind of funny. Yeah. It's in character. Oh, it's definitely in character. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, then we can agree on that, at least. Oh, I did write here that Rachel's hair color is terrible in this episode. I did think it was different. So when the episode first started, like, everyone looked, like, a little different. Mm-hmm. Like, Monica's hair was a little different. It's almost like they, like, had a new stylist on set well, or something. So I didn't look, but since the last episode was a Christmas episode, we have to assume that they've now taken their, you know, mid-season break. And this is probably late January, February, perhaps, for the return. So then... A lot of things can change, and it's not unusual for shows to, like, kind of do, like, a little bit of a revamp, in a mid-season revamp, you know? Like, everybody mm. gets a different look and, like, you know, revisit, like, how are we doing? You know, what do we need to do differently? Rachel has also already shed her Rachel haircut. Oh, so that's what I was wondering. So when I saw this, I'm like, I even wrote the Rachel. I'm like, I'm like, yeah. when? I Like, I thought we had the Rachel. Like, does she yeah. bring it back? Like, when? No. Yeah, I don't know if she brings it back. Uh, they might. Like, you know, it, this might be, like, where they're doing, like, their research and, like, oh, that haircut of... that you had at the beginning of season three, like, that's what people want to see. You know, it's a bunch of FCC complaints. Mm-hmm. Like, what happened to Rachel's hair? <laughs> it's also possible that that haircut is just, it lives longer in infamy or whatever fame than it does in the actual show. Yeah, I wonder if it, cause that's what I was wondering, because, like, this didn't look like it. I'm like, this is not, like, yeah. the Rachel. I feel like she already like had it established in previous episodes and so yeah i'm wondering like if it was just like a one and a half seasons and it just like really stuck that's possible i can't wait to find out (laughs) (laughs) i mean rachel's haircut hair color is terrible but it is also very 90s so it's like the really chunky blonde highlights and like just oh it has like like a little bit of red in it or something yeah way uh... too many colors really really tasteless Mm -hmm. And, and and like takes like all the volume out Mm -hmm. it's like fairly totally flat straight down which is really 90s actually Mm -hmm. to have that really straight hair for like yeah like later 90s yeah so i mean i think that we're kind of seeing watching this show is like explaining a lot of the hair trends that were popular when i was younger (laughs) yeah like when i was younger it just you know you don't you're not analyzing this stuff you're just sort of like moving through life and people have hair just trying not to be embarrassed (laughs) you're not taking care of your zits yeah and then you see like these tv shows you're like oh like i can see why all the guys in my school have this (laughs) stupid haircut (laughs) yeah i mean i still want to try blonde hair i can pull it off definitely (laughs) i mean if you go like i guess like crazy blonde and just like make it part of your look wow thank you chris you know just don't expect it to look like anything but kind of like you know like loud wildness like you yeah. can't i wouldn't go like a subtle blonde no no i have to go like kim kardashian where she went like platinum blonde but it's gonna be like four to six hours of like sitting in the hair salon yeah yeah whatever it takes that's what you're telling me because you know i won't do it because i don't have that kind of patience no i just think that would look best i think that like a subtle blonde would look bizarre yeah and it would look like rachel in this episode thank you just the, okay. the wrong color for you finally it's telling me the truth they decide joey it's joey's birthday so they're having a party for him and they tell chandler and he's like guys you know you don't have to throw a party for me and they're like well it's joey's birthday so it's not for you chandler and he's like well you know chandler joke 
He's like, well, then we should definitely send him yeah. to have a party. Cut to Chandler totally drunk on jello shots. Like, he's supposed to be handing them out. Somebody asks, like, where's the jello shots? And Chandler is feeding them to one of Cho- Joey's, um... His old dog. His yeah, old porcelain uh, dogs. You know, like, you know, well, I guess, I don't know if they were kitschy then, but they're kitschy now. Statues. <laughs> it's like a Dalmatian I had a good dog point. I thought it was thing. like a greyhound. Or, yeah, greyhound. Some, you know, lanky dog. Mm-hmm. And he's like, oh, you like that, doggy? <laughs> They're like, oh, I think Chandler's doing okay. And Chandler comes over with the jello shots and he's like, these jello shots, you know, rah, rah. and somebody's like, yeah, they're filled with vodka. And he's like, just like mom used to make jello. That was my other favorite joke of <laughs> yeah. episode from Chandler. Yeah, I mean, that was a good one. I like that one. <laughs> mm-hmm. So Chandler is drunk on jello shots like <laughs> mom used to make. And, you know, they're just all babbling, and then all of si- Joey's sisters come in. They like, they all burst, burst in. Burst in. Like, six of them. Yeah. Eight of them. Who knows? Yeah, I have no idea. I think he has, like, eight sisters or something like that. Seven or eight. It certainly looked... It's more than six. I was, yeah. I underestimated. Yeah. And they're all, like, hot, and they all look good. Well, they, they, yeah, they all look... Yeah, they're, like, you know, kind of, uh, like, Italian women of a certain era attractive. You know, sort of like the... Generally, yeah, like, puffy hair. Pu- like voluminous mm-hmm. hair sort of look. Like, they all have a specific look. Yeah. Um, but one of the things that, well, I don't know. Maybe Friends is, like, ahead of the curve on, like, Italian casting. But Joey's sisters, I know that many of them have children. And one of the things that always happens to Italian women in media after they have kids is that they get very, you know, like, they look a different way. They're not hot and young any longer. I mean, like... What do you mean? They're heavier set. They're like, you know, frazzled and everything. You know, they're just, their whole life is about their kids. And it seems like Joey's sisters are all like around the same age out partying. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah, I mean, I guess they're, you know, they're not delving too deep in the character. But yeah, I mean, I, I think, you know, like Italian mother mm-hmm. conjures up certain images. Even younger Italian mother, you know. But yeah. Anyway, all of Joey's sisters are there. Joey's first sister that comes in, I think it's Gina. Uh, that we learn later, she comes up and she talks to Phoebe. That was Cookie. What's that, Cookie? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so Cookie walks up to Phoebe and she's like, oh, you know, like, what are we drinking here? <laughs> like, she has a real New Jersey yeah. mobster accent. Yeah, it's like comical. Yeah. Because like, it's like not, like, it's very heavy, but not great. <laughs> mm-hmm. And Phoebe's like, oh, we've got like vodka and cranberry juice. And uh, Cookie's like, oh, that's what I drink after I shot my first husband. <laughs> that's why are you doing Andrew Dice Clay? Okay. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, you didn't say. Hickory dickory dock. Oh, I made a cranberry. Oh, hey. Oh, I shot my husband. Drink a vodka cranberry. <laughs> I didn't even do a very good Andrew Dice Clay. but Not as good as mine. <laughs> yeah. But, so... That actress, she's the only one of the Joy sisters I thought I might have recognized from something else. I'm I not didn't... sure. I could. I never figured out what it was, but I do want to look it up. And yeah. Because she's the only one I was like, I feel like maybe somewhere. Cookie, from... I know you. Hey, Cookie. Oh, hey. Oh, Cookie, it's been so long. <laughs> Hickory dickory dock. Hey. Oh, hey. It's Andy Dice Clay from the neighborhood. <laughs> it's the Dice Man. Man, you know me. I don't think he went by the clay man. He was the dice man. Yeah, the clay man. The I clay used to go man. To... <laughs> I used to go to your dead shop. 
Wallace and Gromit? He's not the Claymate. Yeah, yeah, I'm the Claymate. That's what they used to call me. <laughs> this Andrew Dice Clay. It's gotten out of hand. <laughs> Sorry, uh, Andrew, we're done with you now. You can leave. <laughs> Thank you for popping in. <laughs> Andrew Dice Clay, friend of the show. <laughs> Okay, that was our, uh, you know, you know, whatever seventh guest of the uh, of the series, Andrew. Thank you. Yeah, you know, <laughs> much better than, you know, Sadia or your mom. Wow. <laughs> Can't yeah, it's ridiculous. I'm not. I mean, Andrew Dice Clay. Yeah, he's famous and his accent was great and uh, spot on. But <laughs> <laughs> he did a great Andrew Dice Clay. <laughs> uh, so. The next morning, you know, they, they kind of, they don't really play out the whole party. Like, they don't do anything else. The party just kind of fizzles out. Yeah, like, they cut yeah. out after the sisters get there. And yeah. Like, they just, they establish their presence. Oh, mm-hmm. and uh, Chandler does establish that he, he's deleting Janice's, Janice's oh, name yeah. from the speed dial. And he tells a few of the sisters. Yeah. They're like, what are you doing? Man? And then he's like, oh, you know, I'm deleting. But it's a good thing. Like, yeah, yeah I'm cleaning. Like, why can't we be free of this? He has, like, this whole big speech. Just to make it clear that, you know, the sisters are aware that he's, you know. Yeah. But they they didn't even do, like, a whole, oh. Yeah. They were just, they were just, like, staring at him, like, "Hmm, you're crazy. And and one of them was, like, busty. And he, like, loses his train of thought. And he's like, those are some big breasts. Yeah. that's it. (laughs) Yeah, that's pretty much how the Cut to the next morning. (laughs) Yeah. Cut to hungover. I guess, um, in some ways, that does portray you know like being blackout drunk like this is his last memory is like i remember deleting janice's voicemail and then telling one of your sisters that she had really big breasts and then i remember nothing else yeah yeah i mean that's that's how it happens yeah so uh almost exclusively (laughs) so they're in monica and rachel's apartment the next morning and monica phoebe rachel they're all there sitting around the table and chandler like bursts in to get some coffee and they're like, Chandler, what happened to you last night? I, you know, just remember you. I don't remember what Phoebe says. But he's like, uh, I ended up in the storage room with one of Joey's sisters. And he's like, and I was not alone. Yeah. And they're all like, ooh. ooh. Yeah. And then he reveals that he was with one of Joey's sisters. Yeah. He's like, and that's not the worst part. And they're like, it's not. And he's like, yeah, I don't remember which one. <gasps> dun, dun, dun. Oh, also, I meant to mention this uh, last time in the last episode. They start introducing, like, a slide guitar, like, or not slide guitar, uh, like a guitar segment break thing. Like a new one? Yeah. Like, like a classic like, 90s sound, you know, like in between um, scenes. Mm-hmm. Like, usually it's on, you know, after school specials, like, you're going to have to oh, look up yeah, these I'll sounds. Yeah, check it out. I can't believe yeah. I didn't notice. Yeah. yeah they actually introduced I think I know it what last I know episode. what you're describing. Yes. I yeah. can't do the noises, you know, because you know how my guitar noises are. They're not as good as my Italian accents. <laughs> as good as your clay man my impressions. Clay man. <laughs> but it's like, or no, 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 no. <laughs> just, I, I think just, I know. just pipe it in. <laughs> I used to know what sound you were making. Now I don't know. <laughs> okay. Yeah, that's it. So the slide guitar sound is back and I don't know like wh- why they decided to use it or like what it's supposed to convey to me as a viewer. <laughs> well, I guess there it's, it's like, uh, well, I, I guess I'm, I'm not sure what the sound is, so I can't, I can only hazard, I guess. <laughs> but I feel like, you know, 
It's just supposed to be like a moment of like, you know. It seems like it really seems like it's coming from those old 90s, like after school specials where you're supposed to be like, oh, man, like what's going to happen next? But like in a sad way, not like an excited sitcom way. Well, yeah, if it's like a descending, mm-hmm. you know, like yeah, that's what it is. Yeah. You know, that then it's like, yeah, it's setting like, like some tension, like downward, you know, unhappiness. Yes. Downward unhappiness. That's exactly what I'm feeling. Because well, usually, like when a scene opens, it'll be like, you know, like coming yeah. upward, and then it like, yeah. like it opens up to everyone. Yeah, and then you're in San Francisco. <laughs> yeah, and then you know, you reveal you made out with an unknown sister, and it's like, yes, you're doing it so well. Your noises are so much better <laughs> this, than mine. Yeah, this is all just you know. <laughs> you're like, this is guitar voice noise one hundred and one <laughs> audio manipulation. <laughs> I major, I minored in it in college. <laughs> I minored in uh, vocal guitar sounds. <laughs> So no big deal. I minored in sitcom audioscaping. <laughs> I I actually would have liked that. If I had taken a class in uh, my media study minor called sitcom audioscaping, it would not have surprised me at all. <laughs> that sounds very real. I've been encouraging you to become a professor. I think that you've just found your calling. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll teach one class. I can be an adjunct professor. Well, Te- yeah. Teach one class. Yeah. On your true passion, sitcom audioscaping. <laughs> It's just me doing. <laughs> Welcome. No, you have to do the other one. Well, yeah, at the beginning of the class. Yeah. Joey, like, bursts in at this point and he's like, I need to talk to you. And he points at Chandler and Chandler's like, uh, you know, can we do it here? You know, not back in the apartment where it's safe. <laughs> yeah, it's like, we're witnesses. Yeah. And Joey's like, yeah, fine. Why did you make out with Mary Angela? I guess this is after everyone had been guessing uh, what sister Chandler did make out with. Yeah, they mentioned like two names, maybe. Yeah, Gina, Dina, Veronica. <laughs> and then there's all the Marys. Yeah, and then there's all the Marys. Also, Chandler doesn't look hungover at all. Uh, not hunger, hungover enough. He's not like behaving in the right way. Yeah. Plus, he still has gone through like full hair and makeup and like they haven't done anything to make him look rough. Meanwhile, when yeah, Joey he, bursts in, he looked, yeah, he, he looked rough. He had like, you know, yeah, that's what they need. Like, the, you know, like the eyes. Like yeah, you the had eyes. like a bad night's sleep. Yeah. Like under that. And then just like, you know, just, just kind of, you know, they, they try and have the moment where like, they all like go like, ooh, he's like, no wooing, no wooing mm-hmm. too loud, like bad sound, but it just wasn't really convincing. No, it wasn't. And plus he'd like clearly put on like a, uh, a morning outfit. Like he was wearing like, you know, like long shorts like hang around shorts and like a different shirt like mm-hmm. he should have just been wearing like a disheveled version of what he had on the other night yeah that's and true just walk in and just be like, like there were other times when we've seen chandler like when he was chatting with janice all night online before he knew he was wearing the same clothes as the night before mm-hmm. but this time he changed he had the wherewithal to you know yeah no yeah he should have just like come in with like a same Sli- thing. Yeah, a, a ruffled up version, or like half of what Same he was Same thing, wearing. but covered in stains. Yeah, yeah. half of or what like he was wearing. Or like just the top of what mm-hmm. he was wearing with like, you know, boxer shorts or something. Yeah. And he walks in. If like, he's Ugh. coming over at all, if he's that hungover, you know, he should still be in his apartment lounging. Yeah. Or, calling, demanding for coffee to be brought over. Or he should knock on the door and they're like, who's that? And they open it and he just like slumped against it and Ooh, just falls yeah. into the apartment. <laughs> or he's just laying on the ground he's already. already. He's just already in the hallway. Yeah. And they got to drag him in. Once again, if they had hired us <laughs> in the 90s, we could have done a way better job. Yeah, we can CGI this in the, re- in the 
the yeah, reissue. Yeah, we'll remake Friends like they remade Star Wars. Yeah, we'll just put some Imperial Walkers in the background. Put Chandler Matthew Perry today laying on the ground. Well, that guy looks hungover. No, over. that's too believable. <laughs> too real. <laughs> like, is Chandler dead? He looks so bloated. <laughs> oh, that's cruel. All right. So, <laughs> so... Chandler convinces Joey that he's, like, actually in love with his sister. He's like, but I, I think that we, because cause Joey says that, like, it's like... There's only two, like, reasons you would do this. He's like, you're either, like, you know, you're over Janice and you're, like, moving on or, like, yeah, he was like... But he said that Chandler told Mary Angela, which is the sister that he made out with, that they actually, he thinks he actually could make it work. And that's when Joey says, like, there's two reasons. Like, you're just saying that or you actually do think that. And Chandler's like... I actually do think that. Yeah. Chandler goes through this whole thing where he's like preparing to write a note to Mary Angela about he, how he's like moved to France and he shares it with Ross and Ross is like, this is a dumb Cuba. idea. Well, he's saying that he's going to move to France, but he's actually moving to Cuba. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So like even France is misdirection. <laughs> <laughs> In case she tries to get yeah. him. Because Chandler is very full of himself where he thinks that a woman would follow him even to France, I guess. This is when Chandler goes to New Jersey, like, on Joey's... Well, Joey, I think, is just saying, like, hey, you need to make it serious. Yeah, make this right. Yeah. So Joey, or Chandler, goes to New Jersey to see Mary Angela, and Joey opens the door, and he's like, what are you doing here? And Chandler's like, I'm here to see Mary Angela. And Joey's like, look at you! He's like, I knew you were good for yeah. her. <laughs> so he comes in and opens the door, and all of Joey's sisters are there having dinner again well not before warning chandler that his grandma was oh, like yeah, the yeah, sixth yeah, person right. to spit on mussolini's body or something yeah. which he's was like... a pretty funny reference yeah. I, the crowd didn't seem to like it but yeah. i was like it's pretty funny yeah he's like uh you know my grandma's pretty serious like she's pretty intense she was like the sixth person to spit on mussolini's hanging body or something yeah like because he did get like strung up in the town square basically so i thought it was a funny historical reference uh it was pretty good it's a great way to immediately convey like some badass old italian woman absolutely great <laughs> reference but you're right the crowd like didn't react to it at all yeah they like chuckled i mean but... if it's a los angeles crowd there's not going to be a lot of italians there there's not going to be a lot of people who have been around italians and it's not going to be a lot of people who are interested in history so yeah yeah that's that's a that's a joke for 30 rock it's mm-hmm. a th- <laughs> Every sister is there. So Chandler's immediately like, womp, womp, slide guitar, sad sound. (laughs) (laughs) Slide whistle. Yeah. So Chandler is trying his hardest to suss out which is Mary Angela. In the middle of dinner. Mm -hmm. And he's like, "Uh, they're eating tiramisu. So I guess at the end of dinner. (laughs) And he's like... Oh, Mary Angela, did you make this tiramisu? And Joey's grandmother is like, no, I made it. It's like, it's my recipe. <laughs> yeah. and Chandler's like, okay, okay. He's like, uh, is this your favorite? What's your favorite dessert, Mary Angela? You know, just hoping that one of the sisters will react. Mm. And Joey's grandmother is like, it's this, it's the tiramisu. Yeah, it's my <laughs> That's terrible. Tiramisu. <laughs> it's, yeah, that was so That's bad. Like, some weird, like, going, yeah. tiramisu. It's the tiramisu. Nope. Wow, what is that? Do it. You do it. Uh, Help me out here. No, it's the tiramisu. Yeah, that's good. That's good. No, it's, it's ma- the tiramisu. Yeah, it's more tiramisu. It's the ma- tiramisu. Thank you. If I do the hand gestures. You're still getting a little yeah. Swedish. Yeah, it is a little Swedish. It's the tiramisu. You're going like too bouncy. Ugh. I don't know. Yeah. We'll, we'll I need on. to hear Joey's grandma again. It's more tiramisu. It's the tiramisu. 
No, what is happening? I don't know what. This is weird. Yeah, this is, I've been always rambled to an offensive Italian accent. You listen to too many non-Italians. God, my life is ruined. So, Joey's grandmother keeps... Just do Mario. Do Mario. (laughs) It's-a me, a Mario. Talking about tiramisu. (laughs) It's-a me, a tiramisu. (laughs) Yeah, there you go. Better. (laughs) This is... Oh, my God. The most offensive voice class ever. (laughs) Okay, fine. No, her favorite is the tiramisu. That's good. That was good. That was better, but you... you No, her favorite is the tiramisu. It's a tiramisu. 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 Yeah, you you end on, like, the upswing, Mm. which is very non-Italian. No, her favorite is the tiramisu. It's a me, a Mario. It's a me, a Mario. Oh, she likes a tiramisu. Oh, she likes a tiramisu. <laughs> I can't. Like, tiramisu. Tiramisu. Yeah, there you are. No, her favorite dessert is the tiramisu. Oh, God, God, I can't. I can't do it. You have this upward. Yeah, I know. You can't fight it. Okay. Joey's grandmother keeps it <laughs> yeah. Much like Chris's. And Chandler at one point is like on the verge of flipping out. He's like, can you please? He's tell me the recipe. Yeah. yeah, he finishes it with, tell me the recipe because it is so good. And she goes, it dies with me. <laughs> Which I also thought was really funny and got no laughs. Yeah, yeah, it was a good one. Yeah. I mean, yeah, the whole thing about her being an intense Italian woman, I thought like no one really liked it. Yeah, it was so funny. One of Joey's sisters, the one who's sitting right next to Chandler, she like leans over and well, she's she like, like stands up like yeah. and as she passes by him, she's like, excuse yourself and go to the bathroom. Ooh. And he's like, what? Oh. He's like, no, but oh. And, and she's like, just do it. Yeah. So he stands up and he's like, I have to go. And then he just like leaves because he realizes no one's paying attention to him. So he goes to the bathroom and she's like immediately like all over him. And she's like, I can't stop thinking about you. And he's like, I've been wanting to tell you something, actually. And he's like about to, you know, break up with her. Mm -hmm. Explain that he's going to France or Cuba or whatever. Mm -hmm. And she, oh yeah, she says, oh, Mary Angela was right. You do have the softest lips. And he's like, you're not Mary Angela? She's like, no, I'm married to Reese. (laughs) like oh this is bad this is bad and then he's like so who's mary angela and then mary angela walks out and she's like i am <laughs> yeah she's like waiting in the in the wings mm-hmm. like to step out and be like, <sighs> yeah well i mean she was probably suspicious yeah she knows mary therese mm-hmm. mary therese is always trying to get mary angela's girls confusing boys. mary angela's boyfriends yeah. and so then like joey comes in and eventually all the sisters are in there well, then uh, Mary Angela, like, yells, like, Joey! And she's like, no, 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 Joey, no, Joey. Everyone comes in and... All the Marys and... Gina. The Enas. Dina, Veronica, presumably. I don't know if we heard all the sisters' names. They all, they all, they're all, like, angry Cookie. at Chandler. Co- yeah, Cookie, like, wants to, like, punch Chandler. And Joey's like, you know, he's upset. He's like, you know, how, you, how do you not know who, like, Mary Angela is? You know, getting all yeah, wild and up. Chandler's like, they all look the same. Yeah, he's like, he's like, I'm sorry. It's like, all of you look very similar. And he's, like, pleading his case, explaining, like, you know, he was, like, you know, getting out of relationships. Like, his whole spiel about what happened. Uh, they yep, still want to, like, yep, yep, yep. punch him. And Joey's like, no, you know. He's like, no, Jan- Chandler, if this were anyone else, like, I would punch you. But, like, you're my... You're my best friend. Yeah, you're my best friend. 
He's like, but you do need to apologize to Mary Angela. And Chandler's like, okay. Yeah. He After still having, doesn't know. Having just been shown who she was. Yeah. And she's wearing like a slightly different outfit than everyone else. Well, because she had like a black, you know, like three, you know. Mm-hmm. All the short women are skirty, wearing like red. Yeah, like lots of red. So. Yeah. And she's wearing like a kind of a more Christmassy sweater with like more patterns on it. So it's easy to pick her out. Mm hmm. Uh, but yet Chandler still can't do it. And he's like, come on. And then Joey goes, all right, Cookie, now you can punch him in Cookie, you know. Yeah. And then the final shot is him. He, it's just the Cookie's, like, point of view. And Chandler's like, huh? And it's just a fist <laughs> coming at Chandler. Yep. And Chandler how, gets a black eye. And that's how that one ends. I think, yep. Is that, uh, I think that's everything. Well, what do you think? Uh, I mean, I kind of liked it. I thought it was a pretty good episode. There was one thing we didn't talk about that I don't know if you noticed. I don't remember what scene it was in. It was when they were in Joey and Chandler's apartment. And I feel like... Oh, it's when Ross was helping him write the letter about explaining. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you could see the background, that enter- the big entertainment stand that Joey had made. On the entertainment stand, they had three, like, big ventriloquist-looking Three Stooges dolls. Like, what? big ones. Like, look, I they were like, you know... That. Like, 30-inch dolls just, like, sitting there. They were clearly, like, Moe, Curly, and Larry all, hmm. you know, hanging out on the shelves. Just, like, giant oh, Reese Deuce dolls. Yeah. And, uh, I don't know if they added those later. This was a mid-season edition, but I don't remember seeing them before. Hmm. But, uh, I did, Good like, addition. Yeah, I thought it was a good addition. I thought the episode was pretty funny. Like, the upstairs neighbor thing was funnier than I thought it would be. Oh, God, I actually didn't like that. Uh, I mean, for, like, sometimes I didn't, like, there were parts, like, most of the time I was like, uh, you know, like, let's just you know, I get it, whatever. But there were some times I thought it was pretty funny. Hmm. Like whenever anyone would go up and be smitten by the guy upstairs. I did like that I, just, I liked those yeah. parts. Yeah, I guess. And you can't get to those parts without the other parts. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, but in a show where I'm not, you know, like dying of laughter, like I like the ones where it actually gets me. I like mm-hmm. that one. Yeah. The, the Mussolini stuff. Mussolini stuff was the old hilarious. The stuff. That yeah. was funny. I thought it was pretty good. Yeah. Like in, in this season, I feel like the season's been kind of, eh, you know. Yeah. You know, less than average. I thought this one was above. <laughs> of course, we say that about every season, so. Uh, well, yeah, I guess it's hard to know. But I, they I guess, just have to crank out so many episodes. I guess I'm just expecting an upward trajectory in, like, especially yeah. in, like, er, like from early season to, you know, like, season three yeah. or four. Like, season three or four, I expect you to be I hitting your stride. I expect friends to be on a bell curve, you know? So yeah. we should oh, still yeah. be on the upward right now. Yeah. I think it's nine seasons, right? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, we should still be on the upward. And then four... Or five should be, like, the top season. And then we should be on a pretty much downward swing from there. Yeah. Retreading things. Mm-hmm. But overall, I, I thought it was pretty good. Cool. Do we have any uh, Hot Friends news? Friends news. Is a new Lego Friends TV show set coming in May 2021? <laughs> <laughs> who, who published this? Lego Monthly? Lego Weekly? Brickfanatics.com. <laughs> I mean, this is relevant because we do have one of the, maybe this is like the You have friends. the only friends. Oh, really? That's yeah. only the only That's one. That's the only one. So is there another one coming? Previous rumors suggested that we're going to see a follow-up to 21319 Central Perk. That's the name of the set. Oh, of course. Well, Later I this year. I don't think I'm referring to it by its <laughs> SKU code. So this is not due to retire until the end of 2022 at the very earliest. Which is a pretty long shelf life for any Lego ideas set, according to BrickFanatics.com. You don't have to tell me. (laughs) 
And it means that should this rumored second set materialize next month, it will sit side by side with its predecessor on the shelf. What a a scandal. Yeah. More importantly, it will also mark the first time a Lego idea set has spawned a direct in-house spinoff since 2014's 21108. Ghostbusters Ecto-1 paved the way for 75827 Firehouse Headquarters in 2016. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I love all the, this like super mundane, like very tangential Friends news. It's, it's the best Friends news. Much better than why Monica won't move out of her Malibu home because she loves Malibu. Yeah. This is much better. <laughs> okay, so Brick Fanatics has not commented officially on whether it's coming they will keep us updated though on whether or not the rumored friend set is coming yeah i mean you know they're professional speculators Mm -hmm. i trust them whatever it's just nice to know yeah thanks uh chris warf who likes to think of himself (laughs) as a journalist first (laughs) father second no lego fan second which is ridiculous for that kind of clickbaity article. I've, at, at the very least, you should identify as a Lego fan first. <laughs> yeah, I guess. I don't know how to get out of that That's one. certainly not journalism. And yet, here we are talking about it. Oh, my God. We're part of the problem. Right, time All right. for Friends Trivia. It's time for Friends Trivia. This is Benito Mussolini Trivia. An ode to Joey's grandmother. Oh, man. I wish I had boned up in my World War II. Yeah. But you were also wrong. Benito Mussolini wasn't, uh, he was not hung in, like, town square. He was, was he? no, he, he was just murdered by, like, a, a machine gun. And then what happened to his body? Oh, well, from there, I guess. I don't know. But, uh, he oh. wasn't hung. No, but, like, strung up, I said. I think, I don't think he said hung, but, uh. What like what do they do with his body? That's the whole I point. No, they didn't talk about drag. They how they dragged it through like a town square or anything. Right, he was well, murdered at a pretty remote location. Yeah, you know, then you get him to the town square quick <laughs> while he's still fresh. Following his execution, Benito Mussolini's body was strung up in Milan. All right, luckily that's not part of trivia. <laughs> <laughs> Why at age ten was Mussolini expelled from his strict Catholic boarding school? He was playing pranks on the nuns, such as setting the clocks back three hours. Choice B. He was hoarding snails in the back of the classroom to prevent other students from throwing them. He had like 400. From throwing them? At each other. Okay. Choice C. He was in trouble for stabbing a classmate in the hand after a minor dispute. Or choice D. He destroyed the entire classroom throwing desks over and coloring the walls. What was the third one? Stabbing a hand or something? Yeah, stabbing a classmate in the hand after a minor dispute. I don't know, that one? That's correct. The snail one? Why would you get kicked out for hoarding snails to keep people from throwing? What was the activity? Throwing snails? (laughs) Yeah, so you'd have to ask Robert... Like, Benito, you let your classmates have their share of snails. You'd have to ask Robert Pattinson that, because that's why he got kicked out of boarding school. (laughs) What? And the first one was Selma Hayek. That's why she got kicked out what of... What was the first one? Uh, setting the clocks back three hours to play pranks on the nuns. Yeah, like, who... Did the nuns fall for it? They'd yeah. be like, 
no, I already ate lunch. Like, it's, it's not three. Like, what? That's exactly what I wondered. Like, how many it's clocks was she setting? Just, you should do, like, half an hour or something, like, like an hour. It's like a minor prank versus a major prank. <laughs> yeah. It's like, oh, you didn't notice that, like, you X'd out 15 days? Like, it's actually, you know, Easter. Like, it's not, like, that's it's crazy. Choice D is uh, John, my stepdad. That's how, he destroyed, like, an entire classroom. That one sounded, like, made up. Like, it, like of course, some, uh, you know, fascist crazy leader would have done that. Like, it's nope. two on the nose. That's John. <laughs> I texted him. I was like, hey, what are some of the reasons you got kicked out of school? I need it for Friends Trivia. <laughs> you did take a long time in constructing it, so mm-hmm. I'm glad you put in all that work. I learned a lot from that one question. <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't know what he actually did. He just told me he destroyed the classroom. I added the additional color. <laughs> Mussolini wrote a scandalous bodice-ripping novel. What was the main plotline? An illicit affair takes place between a cardinal and his mistress. The Pope refuses the cardinal to marry, and scandal and disaster follow. A king hires a male prostitute. He loves him but abuses him, ultimately learning how to love himself. A talented photojournalist has images of a strange and handsome young man start to appear on her photos. Eventually, she discovers a centuries-old truth behind their bond. And a woman without a dowry must marry a wealthy man, but the only man who wants her must keep her as his mistress. Man, I don't know. The first one? That's correct! Is it really? Yeah. I mean, that was just going, you know, Italian, Catholic, whatever. What was it again? An illicit affair takes place between a cardinal and his mistress. The Pope refuses the cardinal to marry, and scandal and disaster follow. So the third one, a talented photojournalist has images of a strange and handsome man. That's actually a series, a series, three books by Hilary Duff. Huh, I thought you would have thrown in like a Bill O'Reilly romantic novel in there. Oh, I couldn't remember his name. I was like, who's that right wing nutbag who I want to look up right now? A few of those sounded like Bill O'Reilly novels. Mm -hmm. The the Patriots After Dark series. (laughs) The second one is uh, like a really low rated book on Goodreads that I just picked out randomly. Man, you put in so much work. How did you find the Hilary Duff one? I googled uh, romance novels by celebrities. I had to actually click through pretty far. Because yeah. there's so many, like, romance novels about, about celebrities. Yeah, oh, sure. Fan yeah. fiction In Google, stuff. you know, they never give me what I actually want now. Yeah. 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 If you're listening, Google, you're, Change. Getting, you're getting worse. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what day was Benito Mussolini executed? Now, this is just for glory, because you have one. That's true. But can you do perfect? Oof, man, it's been a long time since it got, went three I for three. I can't remember the last time you went three for three. Possibly never. Yeah, possibly. I would consult a record, but I don't have the time. It's 1945. Okay, just to let you know. Are we setting the stage? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 1945. You're a young man with a whole bunch of phlegm in your mouth. <laughs> what? To get ready to oh, spit on his body. <laughs> <laughs> April 28th. 1945? Yeah. April 29th. April 30th. Or May 1st. May 1st. Nope. Oh, it was April 28th. Ugh. Was that the first guess? First choice? Yeah. Ugh. April 30th was the day that Hitler committed suicide. So there is some speculation as to whether or not Mussolini's execution played into it. 
like oh he, like he heard about it and it's yeah. like Ugh. like this is really over we're, we're all going down yeah like this is like everything's been going pretty shitty but now mussolini's gone and he did see mussolini as his ally even though mussolini uh saw that hitler was insane much earlier on than hitler did uh yeah but they were still like whatever lots of people see other people as insane and still go along with them yeah but mussolini kind of like pulled out of uh supporting hitler as much like earlier on not to say mussolini was good by any means (laughs) but i'm just saying that it's interesting to me that to think about like what hitler was thinking when mussolini was like uh yeah we're we're actually we're not gonna send um italian troops up there because everything that you're doing like it turns out we were following a crazy person (laughs) There's um, a passage in the book that I read that Chris got me, Blitzed, where Hitler, you know, they found out later on, that's what this whole book is about, that Hitler was, like, on amphetamines the whole time and, like, really ramped up and that he was in a big meeting with Mussolini and he was just, like, ranting and raving and, like, you know, just going real crazy, talking about just fucking nonsense. Drug-addled rant. Yeah, drug-addled rant. Like, you know, your local crackhead on the corner, basically. Yeah, we're usually like, oh, all right, thank oh, okay. you. Yeah, yeah, that's, uh, yeah, that does sound right. <laughs> I don't have any money. And Mussolini was, like, looking around like, uh, <laughs> this is... Uh, this is the guy. This is the guy that we're following. Yeah. And he was, like, trying to, like, get his aides to get him out of there as quickly as possible. <laughs> yeah. It's like uh, in those Trump talks when there'd be, you know, Trump blab- blabbering about something he doesn't know anything about with, like, experts in the background. And they're all like, Ugh, like this is not good. Yeah. Like, like what do we do here, yeah, guys? Like, he's kind of out of his mind. <laughs> None of this makes any sense. So, you know. Or when Trump talks to other world leaders and they're like, oh man, this is, this guy's really nuts. I loved all those recordings of world leaders that like, you know, these, like you know, G7, G20, like whatever, these leader summits. And then there's like these recordings of them like openly just like mocking him. Be like, can you believe this yeah. guy? <laughs> Fucking idiot. <laughs> oh, God, that's hilarious. I'm so glad that part of our life is over. I mean, it's, yeah, I mean, he's over, but you know, all the people that love him oh yeah still around but that part is over anyway the important thing is i got two out of three (laughs) that is congratulations thank you i feel like i've had a decent run yeah you're on a good run yeah i've had like two out of four wins (laughs) yeah which is you know better than i've ever done Mm -hmm. i'm ready to retire (laughs) okay just friends it's over now guys you know the the last episode the trivia part (laughs) i'll do everything else and then we'll just discuss my great accomplishments in the Friends Trivia Round. Like, Ugh. Friends Trivia Classics. Ugh. We just replay the times I was right. Uh, no. <laughs> I refuse to do that. I'd rather continue to shame you into hell. <laughs> Gotta come up with harder questions. Or maybe I'm just softening you up so that I can devastate you for the next for the rest of the season. I'll take it. I'll take what I can get. Oh. Well, that's it. You can follow us on just.friends.podcast on Instagram. Mm-hmm. And... Tell your friends, because we really, I mean, we like the admiration. We do. Of what? Just people liking our posts and listening to our podcast. Oh, sure. Yeah. I mean, isn't that why anyone does podcasts? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Friends!